Commutify presents Between the Lines with Andy Keaton. Each week, we explore the challenging issues transportation demand management professionals face on their journey to transition commuters from driving alone to more sustainable, shared and active commuting habits. Be sure to subscribe to hear next week's episode and check out our exclusive commuter playlists on Spotify. This is Between the Lines with Andy Keaton. Hi everyone and welcome aboard to this week's episode of Between the Lines. Today I am talking with, once again, Marie-France Lorraine. Uh, Marie-France is the Director of Business Development at Stantec Generation AV. Uh, she has spent most of her career uh, exploring mobility trends, technologies, providers, synergies between them to help people bring ideas to life. And all of this has led her to what we're talking about today, which is that she's the chair of the Technology and, and Innovation Council with the Association for Commuter Transportation, or ACT. And today's episode, as part of our ACT Council Spotlight mini-series, we're diving into this council, uh, Technology and Innovation Council. Marie-France, thanks for being on. Thank you so much for having me here today. And let's just get started. What is the Technology and Innovation Council? I know it's new to ACT, so people may not know exactly what it is. What is it and who is it for? So the um, Innovation and Technology Council was an idea that I had around two or three years ago now. I've been working with ACT to just kind of open up the ideas of technology and innovation, but in all sectors of TDM. So it's not only... Um, you mentioned I work in autonomous vehicle technology, but innovation in technology is not just that. There's so many other angles that could be deployed or could be used right now in the current world with current activities. ACT has a really good pool of people that are working in the TDM world. And it was very interesting for me to have those conversations over the last couple of years and just realize that people are open to technology. They just don't know where to start. So that was really like the idea behind the console was how can we help like leverage the technology that are available to the people that are looking for the technology. And that's really what the group is about. It's not as it's not a place for people to sell their technology. It's really a place to exchange and see what are the different process, what's the procurement process, what are the hiccups of how to kind of leverage that technology and innovation and just really have that conversation with everyone around to to do the, the, match, the matchmaking between people. And I remember when you were first talking about this idea, well, it's been a couple of years, but really like in earnest about a year ago. And uh, I thought this was a really interesting idea. And one of the things I thought was particularly interesting is just the idea that it's not just for technology companies to talk amongst themselves and have this like echo chamber, um, but for everyone, uh, who do you, you know, who are members of the council now, or, or do you expect to become members, um, you know, from which sectors, who is this, who's, who's best to be a member? So right now the, the council is really accepting everyone and anyone that has interest in, in, um, in innovation and technology. And basically what we want to do is with the group that we have right now, we're also recruiting within all the other consoles because we want to have that communication 
path with them. And we want to make sure that we interact with them on a regular basis. So we have members that are members of the uh, High Education Council, the Van Pooling, the Shuttle Council, the Telework people. So it's really everyone and anyone that has interest or have a technology or know about a technology or are looking for technology or innovation in their current activities. So it, I would say it's everyone at this point when you include all these group of people. It's perfect. I mean, that's how you want at the table when talking about innovation. Yeah, and it, it's really, because it, my experience with innovation could be really different from your experience with innovation. And we just want to bring it all together and have that place where people can exchange best practices, what they did in the past, what worked, what didn't work. Because um, I, I really strongly feel that it's important to share about what didn't work too. Because sometimes it's not that the technology didn't work or the innovation itself didn't work, but sometimes it's a, the way it was set up that wasn't successful or the way that um, the stakeholders were involved or they were educated on the process that created those hiccups. So it, it's really about sharing I would say sharing, communicating, and uh, learning all together. That's great. So I want to take a little step back here. We're talking about ACT and the council, but I want to also talk about just technology and innovation. And you know, why is it important for us to be bringing all these stakeholders together, having these conversations? You know, how does technology and, and innovation play a role in the future of transportation demand management, TDM, or commuting, or just transportation as a whole? Yeah, it, I'll give you just one example. If you think of a van pooling program as an example, um, the van pooling is a program that is set up. So you have one person that picked the first one, then the second one, then the third one. But what if you add an application or an option for people to just jump in, jump out, and really make sure that you maximize the route that you're doing that morning. Right now, the way it's working, some some of the, the van pooling organization, they have that kind of setup, but some of them are really in the first steps of getting technology and innovation involved. So it, it's really just about, again, it's the sharing of the, the bigger player with the smaller player, or it's just about saying, like, have you ever thought about that? So it's really about, I, I'm lucky. I'm really lucky in my life and in my, in my work environment that I get to travel everywhere and kind of learn about all those different types of technology. And sometimes it's just to bring it back because you only know what you know. So if you're not aware of everything that is out there that could make your, um, your solution more efficient or safer or whatever angle you want to take on the, the solution that you have. But if there's a way that you can make it more efficient and um, that you can offer a better uh, customer experience, I would say, to the users that you have, that will give you a leg on any other solution. And it's not about fighting with other solutions, but mostly how we can integrate also all those solutions together. Because I feel like we need to put our heads together and all think about how we can um, minimize the single occupancy vehicle usage versus trying to say, oh, van pooling is better than the public transit or than this and that. So it's it's really about all the TDM solution put together, again, the single occupancy vehicle. And when you think of single occupancy vehicle, 
those OEMs are putting a lot of money to bring technology and innovation and to increase the customer experience. So I just felt at that time that we just needed to bring the same kind of level of energy and understanding and awareness of those technology to really be able to compete with the single occupancy vehicle. Hey, that's a, yeah, that's a really good point. Uh, if, if, you know, the single occupancy vehicle manufacturers are putting so much time and effort into technology and innovation, uh, so should we. And I talk about this a lot myself, you know, in my own conversations about, you know, there's a lot of technologies out there and really only if we're working together towards a common solution, uh, will we be successful? No, no one technology, no one piece of innovation is going to do it on its own. So I love the idea and the concept behind this. Like, let's just talk, let's bring everyone to that table and let's, uh, yeah, let's compete with the, with the OEMs, the car manufacturers who are doing this all the time as well. It, it makes sense. And the, some of the OEM have good vision where the car will become uh, something that will be shared within multiple people, which is perfect. This is really what we're looking to have as, I think, as a, a community and has like a, a cities or environment. Um, so I, I wouldn't say that they're bad, but it's a single occupancy vehicle for me that is creating that challenge that we just need to bring that same level of technology and innovation. And, and really, like you said, connect everyone together. So we have a console uh, at ACT that talks about public transit, uh, but it's how we can also include the same technology that we include there. How could we use that for van pooling or for shuttles or for micro mobility? And really just like put all that together and talk with the employers, talk with the higher education console and just be like, there is a technology that is being used there. How can we use that technology with what you want to do? And instead of recreating the wheels every time, it's really sometimes it's just connecting those wires together where people are like, okay, I can just add myself to that and then I will be more flexible. So that's really the intent of that uh, console and uh, console of innovation technology. So I'm going to, in a second, I'm going to ask you to make the pitch for why someone should join. But maybe to lead up to that, and you've hinted at this and kind of talked about it, but what is this council planning uh, in the future to help, you know, transportation professionals, uh, you know, better have these conversations and incorporate technology and think about innovation uh, in their own, you know, lives and, and act? Yeah, I, I would say that right now, when you look at all the different council that act as all of them have a very valid purpose and a very valid reason for why they're there and why they have those conversations among them, specifically on the solution or the angle that they're taking on TDM. When you think of the Innovation and Technology Council, we just want to be a kind of an umbrella on top of all of them, not to bring shadow to them, but just to collaborate with them and make sure that what we find can fit with something they're looking for and what they're looking for, we can search for it. So it's, it's really, I would say, use us. Um, uh, we would like ACT to use us as uh, an innovation kind of brainstorm location where they can just go to and say like, hey, we are looking into this or this and that. Can you help us doing that? 
And then we can go and dig and find the solution and find the information. And that's really why I think it's very important to have as many members as possible because you come from different region, different reality, uh, different perspective. And it's putting all that together that would definitely create um, that kind of angle that will bring more meat to the bone when we have those conversations with other people at ACT. Okay, so I feel like this whole episode was a good pitch for why someone should join, but give it to me in, you know, just a few sentences. What is it? Why should someone from any sector, you know, why should anyone join this council? Or maybe even, I'll take it a step further, make it more complex. Um, maybe they're not even a member of ACT yet. May, yeah. Why should they join the ACT community and as part of that, this technology and innovation council? I would say that for anyone that wants to have an impact on how the future of commuting and transportation in general will be, uh, joining ACT is a great way to get to meet all the different actors uh, within that group. To be a part of our console, the Technology and Innovation Console, will provide connection to all of ACT and all the different members, but also provide another extra level of support and collaboration with all those different console and members by bringing technology um, to, to life and by deploying those kind of technology. I like it. You're the glue that's going to hold everyone together and connect everyone. Um, I'm excited to see it. I, I'm definitely, you know, I've already joined the council. I'm excited for um, having these meetings and having these conversations because it's something I pretty much do every day already. And I just want to, you know, connect with more people and have those conversations. So thanks again. Uh, for putting the effort behind getting this set up. I know it's a lot of work um, and, you know, your your work is is definitely appreciated. So I have one more question for you. We're going to, you know, once again, tennis, take a step back out of ACT, out of the Technology Innovation Council um, and just put your, you know, futurist hat on here. Yeah. I'm going to, I want to hear from you as the the expert here in technology and innovation, which is a big title. Um, where do you see the future of technology going in TDM? You can take this any way you want, but where do you think we're going to see technology take us? So there's two points there. There's what I would like to see and what I think is going <laughs> to happen. So if I think it's what I would like to see, I would like to see a more collaborative and open approach to everything that has to do with TDM, again, to bring all that together and to fight back on um, the single occupancy vehicle and the congestion and traffic and um, uh, gas emission that it creates in our communities. What I think is going to happen is that the private sector will be the first one to take that leap. And it's gonna be private sector against private sector, and then the public sector will come in. But I would love to see the public sector to, look, to take more of a lead into that approach and to be more open uh, to change the way that things have been done, to change the way procurement is being done, and to really just have an open mind, kind of start with a whiteboard and say, what do, our community, what's the need from our community and how we can make it happen with what we know that is happening in the world. I really like that vision. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's it. <laughs> I would um, love 
you've solved the issue. Um, you've solved transportation. All we need to do is bring people together. I really think though, it's, it's a great vision. Um, hopefully the conversations that happen in this council at ACT uh, will help facilitate some of that. So certainly if you're part of, whether it's the private sector or public, or public sector, you know, come and be part of this, talk about what the future of technology is gonna be, talk about what, how we can use innovation to solve these problems that we're facing and you know, kind of overcome the, the challenges of the single occupancy vehicle. Um, and I, I would add to that, if you're a technology provider, join the console, join ACT, so you can learn what your clients or your future clients really need instead of creating those new and shiny box that you're trying to find a problem to put the box in. Try to get the vision first and then you understand what you need to put together and develop down the road. And I would say it's the same thing. If you are a user uh, and you're part of a big company that, or you're part of a public organization that are looking to learn more about those kind of innovation, just reach out, come and join ACT and the council. I love it. Yeah, technology for the sake of technology does no one any good. Let's solve problems, work together. Marie France, thanks again for setting this whole council up, for coming on the podcast the second time. Uh, if you haven't yet checked out the first episode with her, go back to season one. Uh, check that out. It is a really good episode. Very interesting. Uh, you know, talking about the future of, you know, transportation and the autonomous vehicle world. And uh, I think, it, you know, as always, it was great talking with you and I'm excited to see you at the Axe Conference in Chicago in a couple of months. Well, by the time this gets put out, maybe in a couple of weeks. And uh, once again, thanks for your time. Yeah, I can't wait to see you there. Thank you. And to everyone who's listening, thanks again for joining. Uh, this is part of our ACT Council Spotlight mini-series. So if you're interested in learning more about ACT, um, the Association for Commuter Transportation, and want to figure out which council you should be a part of, uh, check out the other episodes in this series. And if you want to just learn more about transportation and TDM, uh, check out the whole, the whole shebang, the whole uh, show. Uh, you can learn more at betweenthelines.io, and you can also sign up for our email list there. And we send out you know, updates when a new episode comes out. You can learn a little bit more, take that conversation uh, to the next level. And make sure you subscribe, like, uh, give us a rating wherever you listen to podcasts. Or if you're watching on YouTube, thanks again for joining and watching us. Uh, I'm jealous of Marie French. She's at her standing desk. We were talking about this earlier. Um, <laughs> I need to get a standing desk. So maybe at one of the next episodes, you'll see me standing um, having a conversation because now i'm really jealous but yeah thanks again for joining and for and for uh listening or watching we will see you again next time thanks for joining us on this week's episode of between the lines with andy keaton be sure to subscribe to hear next week's episode and check out our exclusive commuter playlists on spotify